Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning. I'm Bruce. Bruce of the Husky Voice this week. My thanks to uh, Dave Owens for covering last Saturday. Judy and I were down in Paul uh, looking after the grandchildren. And this husky voice is probably a result of shouting at them too much. We do see God's wisdom in not allowing us to have children too late on in life. It was exhausting, but great fun. So today is Saturday the 19th. Where's the year going? (laughs) The 19th of September. We're following Lectio 365. Once again, and their theme for this week has been the biblical priority of justice. And we're following today uh, the theme of binding up the brokenhearted. And we'll be reading uh, from Isaiah chapter 61. So welcome. Do add comments. Nice ones, be great. And please join with me as we worship God together and pray together. So as we enter prayer now, we pause to be still. To breathe slowly to re-centred our scattered senses upon the presence of God. And we pray, Father God, open my eyes, still or even stir my heart and teach me how to act justly, to love mercy, And to walk humbly with you today. Those words from Micah chapter 6. So we choose to rejoice today in God's incredible works. Joining with the ancient praise of all God's people. In the words of Psalm 9, verses 1 and 2. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell you of the marvellous things you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name O Most High. So let us, let us pause to praise God for the marvellous things he has done. In creation, in meeting with us in our home church this week, we were sharing our stories of faith. So encouraging. So lovely to see how God has worked differently in each of our lives. We praise him 
for the marvellous things he has done. And we're filled with joy because of him and those things he has done. So the writer of Lectio 365 says, Today I am reflecting on the first few verses of Isaiah 61. 700 years before Jesus is born, Isaiah prophesies about the Messiah, literally the anointed one, the one who will be gifted with capacity and commissioned with authority. Ooh, I like that description of Jesus there. The one who will be gifted with capacity and commissioned with authority. Isaiah 61 reads, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. The writer of Lectio 365 continues. This is a familiar passage, one which speaks to me in different ways every time I hear it or read it. Which words or phrases caught my attention, caught your attention just now? He has sent me says Isaiah, to bind up the broken-hearted. Who are the broken-hearted? Those who feel like their hearts are literally being squeezed. Those who can barely breathe. Those who feel silenced by pain. The pain, perhaps, of a broken relationship, the loss of someone dearly loved, the death of a dream, the rejection of a child, the onset, perhaps, of despair. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord has sent me to such as these, says Isaiah, to wrap them up, to bandage 
them, to bind them back together. And he sends us, you and me, to do the same. In Psalm 34, David says that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Is there someone that I know who is brokenhearted right now? I ask you, Lord, to show me how I can join you in being close to them this week. Maybe by texting or visiting them and listening. Help me to be sensitive to and maybe to join in with the binding up work that you are doing by your spirit. What an amazing privilege to sit with those who are broken hearted, who are broken, who are grieving and to listen to them. I had the privilege this week to speak to two parents, uh, both of whom had lost children in their early 30s. One of them reflected how Jesus died when he was 33 and, and her son had died at 33. So he was in an, um, an amazing company. But how the heartache and how the broken heartedness of those who've lost loved ones recently Obviously, we think of COVID, and I've heard of quite a few recently who have died during the pandemic, but not of COVID for other reasons. Our heart goes out to them. Perhaps to mention, as a church, we're trying to find ways of having a memorial service this year. Perhaps you could pray uh, for wisdom, uh, if that can happen and how. I ask you, Father, to anoint the churches in the community where I live to live to bind up the brokenhearted to become places of healing and hope, to become, oh, read that bit. So we name them now, our own church, our own churches, wherever we are, thinking of Julie over there on the East Coast as well. We name our churches and pray that you would fill them, Lord, all with your spirit that we may regain if that's what we need to the the ministry of, of those who are broken hearted or that we will continue to come alongside those who are sad or broken or feeling unwell
just pausing to uh, look at the comments. And we pray for with Julie uh, over the, on the East Coast for Gillian. Thank you that she's home from hospital and is much better. And welcome to Katie McDowell. Mm, that's a good name. Oh, what's my daughter? So as we return to the passage, I open my ears. We open our ears to hear your word and our hearts to yield to your will once again. The, so the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. The writer of Lectio 365 goes on to say, this is a familiar passage because it also appears in Luke's Gospel when Jesus uses it to announce the start of his ministry. That's Luke 4, 18 to 19. It's interesting to note that when Jesus quotes this passage, he skips the vengeance bit and then adds a line from Isaiah 58, to set the oppressed free, which comes from Isaiah 58, verse 6. And then when Jesus finishes reading Isaiah's words, he rolls up the scroll and says, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. To the astonishment of those listening. Who does he think he is saying such words? But gloriously, he can. Like many passages in the Bible, Isaiah's words have been fulfilled. And yet they are also being fulfilled continually in and through the lives of those of us who follow Jesus. Which includes you and me. And so, Father, we bring to you those we know who are mourning, who are broken-hearted, who feel broken, who feel in despair. 
praying, Father, for those known to us, particularly those who find it all uh, too much right now. Give us wisdom to know what to say or do or not to say or not to do. Maybe to keep praying for them. Show them acts of, of love and kindness instead of words or both. Lord, give us wisdom as churches to seek those out. It's very easy to be reactive, isn't it? Maybe sometimes we need to be proactive, to ask how people are. We are asked now in the yielding prayer to place one hand over our heart and pray, Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, I yield myself to you. Be upon me. Fill me, work through me for the sake of those who are poor, for those who are imprisoned, for those who are brokenhearted, for those who are in darkness and cannot see, for those who are oppressed. May this be a year of favour and salvation for them. I praise you, Sovereign Lord, that you promise to draw close to those who are broken-hearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. As we remember those perhaps in our homes, in our streets, in our church, in our community, or those further away who are in need of God, of his spirit, of his comfort today. Ask God, does he want us to be the means of that comfort? It's, it's something scary at times. But actually, when we reach out to those in need, God meets with them. And he even blesses us incredibly as we reach out. May we say the words of the Lord's Prayer in whatever version or translation that we know. We join together and say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the glory, thine is the praise.
this day and always. I changed it a bit there. Our closing prayer as we join together and bind those things which we've bound, as we've released those things which we ask God to release. Father, help me to live this Saturday to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help me to give myself away to others, being kind to everyone I meet. Spirit, help me to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all I do and say. Amen. I noticed that the comments have dried up, uh, which I hope doesn't mean that people have disappeared, uh, just that the technology is playing up. But God hears your prayers and will answer them. Hope you have a lovely day. And do join us at St Tom's virtually tomorrow, Sunday at 10am. We'd love to see you there as we join to praise God and worship him. Bye bye for now.